0: Coming to you from top secret field offices worldwide, brave men and women fight a battle for truth, justice, and good clean data. These agents of change make up the Bureau of Records, Objects, and Standards. They are the Data Bros.
1: Hey everyone, it is Brian from the future once again, and I am here to introduce episode zero, part two, the Sausaging Ning Revisited. So this is the second half of our two part first episode, which is actually a number zero issue because comics. And this uh, features myself, Django Boren, and Jeff Figley, And we are going to pick up where we left off. When last we spoke to you, I had said, should you start a comic store? Uh, Step one, don't. And now the tantalizing conclusion to what I actually meant and some extra stuff, including talk about off panel, uh, Katie Pride and... um, Heidi McDonald, and now the exciting conclusion to episode zero. Um, but yeah, someday I will write that handbook, the the new comics store get started. Yeah, where you go, <laughs> a
2: dummy's guide to comic books.
1: Yeah, we'll We're running. A, so you want to run a comic shop? <laughs> Chapter one. Don't. Yeah. 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 Have you That's thought about just say. running away instead?
2: i don't know i don't you know remember, it's a blast
1: remember that time earlier this year when i was gonna open
0: a comic shop Django, and we laughed and, oh laughed, and we laughed i tried to <laughs> gently talk you out of it so hard and then kept on saying you should do it you should do it <laughs> well that was is just there... so we could get like a competitive advantage so what is the <laughs> right
2: ecosystem for someone to open a comic shop like so if if people are you know because i hear that often like i'm thinking about opening a comic shop and people are like don't uh, like. But they exist. There has to be an ecosystem where that is like a no-brainer, good idea. What are those? What are those factors that you
1: need? So here's my thinking. If you want to open a comic shop and it's like your dying passion, is this is the thing you've wanted to do your entire life? I would say don't open a comic shop. Instead, I would go and find a gray beard who owns a comic shop that you like Mm -hmm. that you like the staff of and buy that shop, because there is a massive changing of the guard happening right now. Like I'm 50 in 10 years. If I owned a comic shop, I would not want to own that comic shop anymore. And there's a lot of 60, 70 year old dudes who are handing off their stores to 30 year olds. When a 30 year old gets a comic store, what's the very first thing they look at? They look at the tech stack. Why are there no systems in this in this place? Yep. Why are we doing everything out of a binder? So take that diamond in the rough that's in a good location that has an established clientele. Because the hardest thing about opening a new store is getting that clientele. And the thing about comics is they're wave upon wave upon wave that never ends. Every week, another wave of product <laughs> comes crashing in and you have yeah. to get that product back out. Right. Yep. So yeah. opening a store, not a great idea. Buying a store, genius idea. Go do
0: that. Mm. I mean, that's kind of what happened with us, right, Jeff? Yep. Like yeah. We, it is. No, we we we're sort of stumbled into this thing that was thirty-five years old at the time, and you know, we we had a really good base, and we were able to kind of go after some super low-hanging fruit. Like we were, we were losing two thousand dollars a month when, when we started working. Like being the people that ran the shop. And uh, are
2: we allowed to talk about how that was happening or do we have to keep that
0: under wraps? I don't think we have to keep it under wraps. Oh, it was awesome.
2: The previous owner also owned a retirement home. Wow. That part. (laughs) And, and he was just illegally funneling money from that into a very failing comic shop. uh, And no one knew really
0: It's well, yeah. So to be fair, it's hard to say because he died and left a bunch of uh, bookkeeping that had to be done and he just wasn't good at separating his finances. So he had this, uh, this old folks home that um, was mixed with the comic store and it took us, gosh, it, it took, tell you what, we were the lucky side of that. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) was (laughs) going to say, do you (laughs) have like six months to figure out what was going on? I was yeah. gonna say, do you guys also own an old folks home? <laughs> Gosh, if we and do, how, and that's how you get your
1: collections. You just We're like, do those. Easel, oh, you're going into the from... home. Give me all your comics. Like, gaming crew in there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know yeah. what? So, so my wife's <clears throat> sister is a um, she's a home organizer, but one of the things she does for a lot of people is like downsize for retired people that are going into retirement or assisted living or whatever mm-hmm. and I just suddenly realized like I need to tell her to be on the lookout for collectibles yeah and like start letting me know because I'll yeah. just start
2: buying it all up Gosh. so like it's like you know if you if you knew that you had an immediate clientele base if you were a known figure, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is there, is there a, you know, like there has to not be a comic store close. It has to be a populated area.
0: I think you need to have pretty like to start from scratch. I think you need to have pretty deep pockets and the ability to weather probably longer than a normal store or restaurant needs to weather before you can turn a profit. OK, um, and I think you would need a, a fabulous partner to start one from scratch. Like you and I are super lucky that we, yeah, we are. are in this together and get along and kind of fill in gaps. But like either of us trying to do this on our own would oh, yeah. have some real bad blind spots.
1: And that yeah. that's a good point. So when I owned the shop with uh, Pete, my old partner, we had very different philosophies. Like um, he liked comics and I liked money. like i don't mean that in a in a reductory way what i mean is i wanted to transform comics into money because Diamond sold us comics but they didn't give us money right Mm -hmm. so i wanted to constantly just be funneling the product we were getting in back out into stuff but he saw investment opportunity So he would say like, oh, Death of Captain America, I'm going to buy 100 copies. And I'd be like, dude, we have never sold more than 10 copies of Captain America. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We like a crazy solution would be 20. And then he would just override me and go, well, we're getting 100. Oh, crap. But over time, we would sell those. Now, to me, it just didn't make as much sense as turning over 20 things six times instead of turning over. 100 things once mm-hmm. if that makes sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah we we had like philosophical differences that we learned over time that i really wish we could have gone into knowing like i like money you like stuff um our warehouse was just overfilling with things that i never wanted to own half of but i <laughs> have one point room, like that jeff i was point... <laughs>
2: i was just like well wait <laughs> Wait, uh, it's a weirder alignment in Django and I,
1: (laughs) we we got a really, really good deal on, uh, on statues and we had 10 Aquaman statues and of course, 10 Mira statues. And I was like, Pete, I've never wanted to own five Mira statues. Why do I own five Mira statues? It's like, no, no, we got a really good deal on 10. Yeah. But you understand that five of those are mine, right? I don't want five Mira statues. Mm -hmm. So yeah,
0: that that's, yeah. You know, I think what what you were talking about with the advertising and comic stores having the ability to do um, advertising is an interesting side of what's going on with the industry, because I think comic stores in general are pretty good at doing in-house marketing Um, and the, the blind spot. And, you know, Katie touched on this, too, was that that we don't have the ability to do huge outside marketing yeah, and the publishers do have that reach and aren't leveraging it a ton. And, you know, I can think of a million reasons that that might be, including the fact that, you know, those bigger publishers who have the money to do big ads also churn out 40 titles a week. And that's a hard thing to advertise effectively. Like I, I can't even imagine how they would promote, every title that they're putting out even the numbers ones would be a hard thing to decide which channels to market which title but just using these big companies reach to get new people into stores and then letting the stores convert those people i think would be a, a winning proposition and i i wish that that was the case because we can sell comics we just need people And that, so that's an interesting thing when people say that because
1: DC has done a really, really good job with that. Um, Every single movie they've done for the last 18 months at least has had a thing at the end with a bunch of the comics that this story is based off of and said, go to your stores. I mean, James Gunn did an amazing job getting people into stores for Supergirl, um, mm-hmm.
0: Woman of Tomorrow and that stuff. Right. But, but, but then it was out of print. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we, we sold but, out of it in a week and couldn't get it back in until yeah. everybody had forgotten that it's the best comic that Tom King has done. Like yeah, there's, there's more than one side of that. You can't, you can't market a trade paperback on its scarcity. That's insane. That's true. And I don't know how you solve that because Marvel is only gone. they knew a movie was coming out.
1: <laughs> well, Marvel's <laughs> gone through the same thing, right? With um, with Moon Knight and everything. And even though they overprinted Moon Knight, they didn't overprint it nearly enough. And yet mm-hmm. those those trades were impossible to get, especially the Lemire one was impossible yeah. to get anywhere when yeah. uh, it came out. So, yeah, there's that that's almost like a logistic challenge. But then there's the whole like when. Moon Knight comes out as a TV series, there should probably be a Moon Knight comic on the stands. And I think they're getting better at that, but it's still
2: they are much better at that. Um, I don't I don't know that the relationship is super strong. I guess we can only speak to our own comic shop. But like, you know, now there'll be a new Ms. Marvel book on the week that like Ms. Marvel won. And and actually that book we sold out of because I think that the, the attraction of the actress being the writer had piqued enough interest. But like, you know, like a Captain Marvel number one came out two or three or four weeks ago when that movie came out. And, you know, we didn't sell much of that at all. Same for like Blue Beetle right uh, okay. same for I, I mean just like the last and again that's actually probably also a byproduct of the fact that people are pretty burnt out on superhero yeah. movies right now so the drive to go do it so i do think on the one hand it is admirable they have done that there has been some huge like shortcomings with how they've done that um but the fact that they're making any steps at all i'll always give people props for that but yeah it seems to be like uh, you know the I don't. I don't know that like the movie releases spiking.
0: Yeah, comic they don't, sales they don't have the same like, I- impact as they did for a little while there.
2: Yeah, but that said, like the Marvel shows did when they started. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I want
1: to give a quick shout out to Aman Valani, who is a regular Wednesday warrior at uh, Heroes World in Markham. And Heroes World, if you're listening to this, I've been into your store several times we've talked and yet you're still not using managed comics and we're going to change that soon. So oh, it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude, do they use Shopify? There is literally no reason for oh, them are yeah. sh- using it. Using using and they use the yeah. Shopify US. It's like, dude, come on. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. You're, I, you're I, literally built for them. I need to, I need to be a little, you know, more forthright and outgoing with them. But this is a, this is a, shot a call to action right there there you go wow. um speaking of calls to action uh we have a our first uh sponsor uh segment so uh nice if you guys just hang on for a second are I you gonna boot to... us out of the room again no no you, you'll <laughs> come back you'll come back here we go okay what?
0: Murphy's apple juice. It's the
1: shape, not the taste, but it's also the taste, which is pretty dang good.
0: Um we should we should probably um maybe have a section in here where we're talking about what we want to what like how we want to structure the podcast, right? If we're making that's sausage. A good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think
1: you and I have talked about like different segments. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, let's get let's get Jeff in here and, and come up with some Start segments, we, we
1: would, but he's still getting back to his desk, so I can't just show his pajama pants. Yeah, he, you'd see actually, he's not even wearing pants. Oh, uh, uh, by yeah. the way, I didn't know it was a sit down podcast, podcast um, every week, buddy. I didn't know it was a sit down podcast, so I'm standing like, a, like,
0: Oh, are you? I'll stand. I'm not afraid. No, no, it's okay. I'm not scared to okay. okay. stand. No, Listen, no, Brian, no. I've I've been Dude, the last, last all time day you, long.
1: Last time you messed with your, your microphone,
0: you almost
2: died. That's true uh um okay wait so is this video somehow being turned into a managed comic promotional video no just that when one, you showed the just flyer that, just that one segment oh, <laughs> oh no i was oh, just on, i, I did, was just, i showed, a, I showed a, i'm showed not, a not talking about that i'm just talking about the video nature of this is this is. is this video gonna be is this gonna be does every are we are we, okay. are we saving okay. this for some re- Ooh, oh yeah you I are like,
0: like a logo
2: <laughs> okay, like I'm just like this, there's a lot of um, energy going into how this looks for a thing you're saying isn't gonna be video. Well, well it, might, it might video. be video. It might okay, be okay well. That's what I was
1: have Django. Have we talked to him about the comics experience?
0: No. Um Jeff <laughs> really? Yeah, Kyle Northrop and Jen King. Mm-hmm. Uh Kyle did the sound at Comics Pro last year. Mm-hmm. Um they run a thing called the Comics Experience, which they described as like trying to give the experience of going to a comic store without having to be in a comic store. So they've got live sales and chats and hangouts and podcasts and Is stuff. Is that what I
2: mean. got you kind of excited about trying to virtually hand sell things during the pandemic?
0: Uh, that was part of it. Yeah, that, that, there, there's so many platforms for doing okay. that. But yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, and they asked if we would be part of the comics experience. So, oh wow, um, uh, that would probably be like a video version of this podcast that goes up. That's periodically. Cool. Yeah,
2: Jen's yeah. cool. Uh, anything for Jen.
0: Yeah, so, for sure.
1: So, getting to the sausage, and we can't uh, wait to
0: load you into a comic shop assistant, Jen. Oh, Are we nice. talking about Jen King or Jen Haines? Jen King. <laughs> Jim King. Jim King. <laughs>
1: jen haynes we should talk about managed comics <laughs> just gonna,
2: i just want to talk to just you just about the medicinal purposes of magic
1: mushrooms <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're,
1: just, we're just gonna divvy up 2500 scores. okay Um uh, mason dixon line uh you go django i i uh, <laughs>
0: That was my favorite body language I've ever seen on Jeff. What did a I little bit—you you looked a little bit sneaky and a little bit short for some reason when you were trying to pitch magic mushrooms to us. Oh, oh <laughs> it was uh, really good.
2: I was touching my metal tortoise. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about um, segments and stuff and and
0: kind of structure. Yeah. Since this is the the sausage episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah inaugural episode so bits segments
0: portions i really like um the idea of having a pretty short podcast yeah so do i this is already probably 20 minutes longer
1: than what i'd like i think 30 minutes would be perfect
2: that is exactly what i was thinking but was going to be okay with anything
0: um but i think it would be fun to record these all in one sitting when we can do sure. yeah for four four sure. in a four in a sitting that'd be great, i do yeah.
2: yeah i mean i i am, am always interested in talking about the comings and goings of the industry
0: mm-hmm. um
2: yep. you know and i do think there's been some interesting talk within the last several weeks i'm glad we touched on the off panel one it's also just like really weirdly interesting to talk i i'm sure it's probably a. a a hot button thing to mention Mark Miller's name, but his, his online presence for the last like week or two has like been this very weird, like trying to save the comic industry and like having these Q and A's with retailers. And it's, it's weird. It's like, he's excited about the notion of putting the comics industry on his back and being responsible for saving it or something. Have you guys kept up with any of that?
0: Just that, just that he moved. Oh, I I try to stay away from his, uh, his personal opinions because I like his comics so much. And I have a feeling I wouldn't if I paid too close attention to him. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I follow him on Twitter as a a lot of other comic creators. um, Just to keep an eye on it. I don't talk on Twitter. I'm just a news gatherer. Um, But yeah, he's a, he's uh, a, he's, you know, and it's obviously been the fallout of that, the Glenn stuff as well. But like, yeah, it's, it's very interesting what different retailers are doing to sort of talk about this hard period right now. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and yeah I mean I think we could talk forever about that but we're not going to right now.
0: I mean it's everything. It's, it's everything. Not just comics. Everything is is slipping and and getting depressed and Yeah, look at yeah. movies. Like yeah. The last
1: 3 movies I've been to have had a half full theater on opening night and I can not yeah. remember a time in my life even during the pandemic when that would happen. Yeah, yeah I think I'm it's
2: like, a little it's misleading to try and shine a light just on the comics industry about it cuz yeah I think it is Absolutely. So, kind of yeah. like
1: comics that are $8.99. Yeah. And yet, you know, an $8.99 comic is a bit of an illusion, right? Because you guys get half of that,
2: which mm-hmm. I, at best.
1: Yeah. At, at best. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. would dare to say that if you were getting half of a $2 comic, you'd be in a much bigger problem right now.
0: Yeah. It depends on how well you can sell, like how many $8 comics you can sell versus $2 comics. True. Yeah. Right so yeah um okay so segments interesting Mm -hmm. segments yeah i think something
2: something something some moment checking in on the you know what's you know what's happened industry-wide news-wise
0: yep yep and i i think uh like a real data data nerd deep thing um the data data nerd of the week Da- data detail of the week. Data
1: dump. dump. The data dump of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the data I'm, dump I'm interested of
0: the week. I'm interested to see how many episodes we can go without breaking down the structure of a barcode for people. Oh, oh you're going to say it soon. Next, next episode. Let's see. Yeah, you love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie Pride just messaged me and says, hi, Jeff. Hi, Brian hi katie is katie watching this no i just sent her a screenshot oh, of us because I, I was gonna I say is gonna this, this, this this is
2: going live right <laughs> now
0: <laughs> You son of a, it's, it's just i'm nightmare. fine with that just tell me <laughs> so okay so like like an industry section That's oh yeah so true, tell her right? tell her it's a it's sausage, sausage. Thing. i mean so, like
2: yeah data focus industry focus uh what else what else we got what else we got i mean you know I, i'm also it always it always comes out in the wash yeah, but uh, all of the segments and bits, you know. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. If but...
2: the the path builds itself, that said, nothing wrong with planning.
1: Well, we we certainly can't have uh, bumpers if we don't know what the bits are. Mm-hmm. What's true? Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Data yeah. jump of the week, week, <laughs> week. <laughs> I th- I think this it week's corners. data
1: dude.
2: <laughs> Shout outs to oh, Carl in San Francisco. He's a data dude of the week. He printed his own barcodes. <laughs>
1: right. I like it. Data dude of the week. Write that down. Check oh me. yeah, yeah,
2: okay, got, yeah. We yeah. don't want the gold. To, we don't want to forget <laughs> the gold.
0: <laughs> this week's data dude. Uh, I I really like the idea of kind of an evergreen segment uh, of comic book shop talk. So not something that we're dealing with day to day in the comic store, but like, Hey, here's FOC? here's an idea that we... what is
2: that about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. uh, you know, like, like we're working on, um, rearranging our new comic book wall and yeah. we're working on coming up with, a, a an old comic book day thing where we have comics from 30 years ago, featured and put out on uh on thursdays instead of wednesdays which when you Uh, showed
1: me that in that shop that you saw in in texas i was like that is the greatest idea i've ever seen
0: yeah i like i can't believe that we haven't seen that in all of the other shops we've been to like that blew my mind you know what okay
1: so so another thing we should talk about is having store owners on this yeah to talk about their individual challenges industry um, insight <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop 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 whoop. industry insights um <laughs> i'm i'm going to go find the wob 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 sound right after <laughs> i can make that. one for you uh, so so yeah so like before you guys started doing the magical comic shop assistant tour i was doing um the managed comics assistant tour uh, oh in in Detroit and uh, kind of the London area and stuff kind nice. of at the end of the pandemic, just because I wanted to get out of my house. Mm. Um, and to me, it was inspiring to see like what other stores do. And mm-hmm. I think you guys have have had the same experience where it's like, oh, my God, I, I'd never even thought of using, um, you know, file cabinets for our back issue storage and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I think having some retailers on here and maybe even just talking about the stores, because when we go to Pittsburgh, we're going to probably hit, you know, half a dozen stores easily. We are going to party, you guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. These
2: three hounds in Pittsburgh again.
1: we, we, We can't. What happens in Pittsburgh stays in Pittsburgh. I think that's their saying.
2: Listen. Whichever one of you is getting text notifications through your
0: recording app. Oh my God! You guys can hear that. I thought it was coming through my headphones. It's eleven.
1: It's eleven sixteen p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time here, and we don't text after ten. That's responsible.
0: It's it's Facebook messages. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I think I think they're gone. It's okay. That's okay. okay. Um, Thanks, Jeff.
2: I, th- I mean, like, it's never happened with you before in, like, years of podcast recording, so I thought it was Brian.
0: Oh, well, we don't use StreamYard.
2: <gasps> or else I would have brought it up an hour ago. <laughs> um,
0: oh, uh, you can bring the yes,
1: embarrassing things up to me.
2: It's okay. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but no, Jango, I really I really like that. I mean, yeah, like, I think an industry insight and a data dude. It, but yeah, also some, whoa, some, whoa, like, whoa. you know, I was basically even kind of broaching that subject of rearranging how issues come up earlier. And and like, I think a type of, yeah. Tackling just like, what is a thing that a comic shop thinks about right Mm -hmm. now? Bam. Here's, here's some talking about that
1: comic Um, shop thoughts
2: yeah like do you have a spot for your new weeks books or you you combine them all alphabetically and then highlight them or separate them by publisher let's talk about that i I mean one of that voice but that's actually the conversation i would want to have
0: yeah yeah one of the things that has surprised jeff and i a lot when we're doing uh comic shop assistant demos is the different ways that people do their pulls every week like some people do it by customer and get a list of customer and their items and some people get items and it's customers and yeah
1: that and some some baffles with a combination of the two Mm -hmm. and and some people know all of their customers by a number and don't want to know the name they you're 1264 and you'll forever Mm -hmm. be 1264.
2: And if yeah. none of the things that we just said to you make any sense at all, continue listening because those are the kind of things that you will Cheers. learn about uh, mm-hmm. that involve our thinking all the time uh, as people who run common shops.
1: And if you, dear listener, have a suggestion for how we could make this podcast better, email it to databros at databrosinc.com and we will. Have an email. By the time I was like, "Oh, dang! I, I don't we have do, another email I can we get." Do have, <laughs> we do have the domain, so we have we have um. <clears throat> so we'll call. Let's let's go with podcast at databrosinc.com. Send an email, and we will take your your comments.
0: And that's inc. I-N-C. I-N-C data yeah.
1: i n c i n c Inc. dot Um.
2: It i well i'm looking forward to each of these small conversations we'll be having as we have them Uh, i'm definitely looking forward to getting to have some other retailers in here um i'm I'm happy to get to talk comics with two people i like very very much
1: yeah and next time we do this we're going to keep it to a tight 30. and i'm gonna have a a, an ending uh sting because i don't have one of those this week i just realized check this out no Jeff's going to yeah. work on a uh, uh, actual theme.
2: Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. I did realize after offering that that my I do have a bunch of tracks that I could offer for it, but my sound library, my computer, where Django knows all about. We're, oh, in, our, yeah, we're in a dire computer state. I actually haven't been able to create music for a couple of months, but um, that's not like a month that's and a half. Not, that's but not. But I have a bunch that I could send you anyway. Um, I'm I'm excited because my sign off. I don't know if you guys have thought about your sign off. Uh, but. I don't think it'll always be as whoa, whoa, whoa. verbose as this, but I like getting to talk about comics and I like uh I'm looking forward to the retailers and sharing the opinions and learning and how to make our story. I'm Jeff. I'm just happy to be here.
1: Thanks, oh. Jeff. We're gonna say goodbye to you. Oh what? <laughs> you have
0: that power. Django. <laughs> what are you what are you stay a quick <laughs> uh, I'm Django and I hope that you just keep dating that data, bro there you go all right well that's enough of them all right it's just
1: me now so all i'm gonna do is talk about management no i'm not uh yeah thank you so much for joining us and we will see you soon probably as soon as next week with an actual 30 minute episode instead of this hour long whatever this was thanks so much for joining us